So a total solar eclipse happens when the moon moves directly between the Earth and the sun so that it casts a deep, dark shadow onto a narrow band of planet Earth. That's Laura Sparks, astronomy instructor and chair of the Earth and Space Sciences Department at Santa Rosa Junior College. She's been spending time this summer giving public presentations about the eclipse with a focus on science and safety. Now, it's great if you can go to Oregon or elsewhere in the path of the total eclipse. If not, here's what you'll see around here. In Sonoma County, you should expect to see this a sun that's 82% covered by the disk of the moon. And it'll get a little bit darker than normal. It'll almost feel the eclipse is going to happen about start about nine o'clock in the morning. And it'll almost feel like evening or sunset by the time the eclipse really gets going. So it should be sort of an eerie experience. Looking up, you'll see a little crescent-shaped sun, Spark says, almost as if a bite's been taken out of it by the moon. But don't look up just yet. I actually gave a presentation at the Sonoma County Libraries and gave a whole list of unsafe ways to look at the eclipse that people try. So here are some things that are not safe, okay? Uh, Looking straight at the sun, doing the sort of, I call the safety squint, (laughs) squint your eyes and look at it, not safe. I've seen somebody put on four pairs of sunglasses, one on top of the other, (laughs) and try to look at it that way. That's not safe either. The danger is that rays from the sun will burn your unprotected retina. Best, says Sparks, is to buy a pair of approved solar eclipse glasses or create a pinhole camera. There are plenty of instruction guides on the web. In our tree-filled area, here's one way to view an eclipse you may not have considered. You can just find your favorite tree in the neighborhood, and what happens is the sunlight streams through the gaps between the leaves, and each of those gaps produces a little tiny image of the eclipsed sun. So you can go look past a tree, and in the shadows of the tree, you'll see hundreds of images of the eclipse. It's a really neat neat effect. I saw that effect a few years ago in Oakland, and it was stunning. When Laura Sparks talks about the planets, you can imagine that she's a great teacher. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about how the planets and the moon and the sun are moving and where they are in relation to one another. And I know that most people don't wake up in the morning and think, "Hmm, I wonder how fast the moon is going today. (laughs) That's something I think about. So it's really fun when an eclipse is happening to see people get interested in this. And I don't think people just go back the next day and go back to what they were doing. You know, we take the sun and the moon and the rising and the setting, we take it all for granted. And at, I think, like a subconscious basic level, we just feel that it should always be the same. And when something happens to shake that foundation for us and we notice the moon moving in front of the sun and the world growing dark during the daytime, it just really changes something in your mind. It makes you aware that there are all these motions going on that we have no control over. And I think that's a permanent perspective shift. So I'm hoping that people will become more aware and really think about our place in the universe as part of this. Laura Sparks of Santa Rosa Junior College. I'm Steve Mencher for KRCB's North Bay Report.